it's all very well talking about being real, showing up real, having authentic conversations online and offline, but hey, could we do with a few tips on how? Yes, we could. Hello, I'm Trisha Lewis. This is the Make It Real podcast, and I will be talking to very real people who've had very real experience, mistakes and everything, and they will be giving you those tips. So, stay tuned. Your mind is liquid. Hello, Sarah. Hello, Trisha. <laughs> Let me just explain to the listeners, because although we know this, they don't. Sarah and I go back quite a long way because we were at uni together. Now, I also need to explain, because you're not seeing Sarah, she's considerably younger than myself, but she was the next in age to me when we were at Bournemouth Uni and I was a very mature student and Sarah was a just mature no, 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 no. I was mature. I was mature. Definitely. Um, yeah. I think when I went to university, I was 22. So that class me as mature student. I know. It's funny. And, and actually, in many ways, mm. you were more mature than me. And I was in my late 40s. So great fun. We, we had... We, <laughs> And we're very been, wise. <laughs> wise, lovely word. So Sarah and I, uh, as I say, we were at uni together at Bournemouth and we, we both ultimately ended up in relevant um, jobs because we're, we're both, Sarah's in a, a sort of the brand side of communication and I'm in the kind mm -hmm. of spoken Poetry. spoken stuff. So we, yep. this is fascinating and we're going mm -hmm. to have a lovely dig into what Sarah does because there's so much relevance to you listeners and the first thing to do would be I think for Sarah to actually tell us what her company is and a little bit about how she got there. Hi, hi uh, Trisha's listeners thank you for ever so much for having me on your podcast really really appreciate it first of all. Um, my name is Sarah Hackett I am the marketing director and agency owner of a creative design and marketing agency called Brand Jam. We are based in Staffordshire up in the West Midlands. Well, not actually, Staffordshire's not in the West Midlands, but it's very close. But um, we're not too far away from Cannock Chase, which is a lovely place to be. Um, so that's me in a nutshell. Yes, and Brand Jam, I think, is just a totally <laughs> marvellous uh, name for a branding company. Thank you. Thank and you. I, I, I'm just going to share now because this is an idea that some people might want to completely steal. Oh, they won't be able to do the same thing, so don't worry. <laughs> I received a little um, sort of branding box from Sarah and her company. And in it, apart from a brilliant sort of booklet, which asks questions of you, which really make you focus your thoughts about you and your brand, uh, it also included a tea bag and a little miniature pot of jam suggesting you make a slice of toast and sit down with these questions. And I think we can all take something from that. That's, <laughs> that, that was great. Well, you, the, the whole world can get sorted out over a cup of tea and a piece of toast with strawberry jam. So, uh, yeah, no, but the, the idea behind the, the name Brand Jam was to be kind of help brands create a really sticky, positive, happy relationship with their customers. So there's a lot of attractiveness, there's a lot of desirability and, and customers keep going back to that brand because it's, 
it's something they enjoy and want to be associated with. So, so that was the, really the reason behind the name. And it also means that we get to eat lots of jammy dodgers all the time because it's completely relevant and on brand. So that is our uh, little party piece when we do exhibitions and trade shows. <laughs> And they go down very well, actually. There's never one left. <laughs> I bet. I bet. What a, what a lovely idea, though. And I think everyone can learn from that. Just having this little thing, this little mm. thing that is, has this marvellous relevance, and yet at the same time is kind of fun and relatable and, and mm. can be used, like you said, in so many ways. So I love that. I love that. So brand. Now, it's all very well talking about brand mm -hmm. but actually there's a lot of words out there we've got marketing we've got PR we've got all of this mm -hmm. stuff mm -hmm. so I think the place to start would be to actually try and give us some idea of what you mean by brand uh, well a brand um, for some people it's quite a complicated term but if you just really break it down into the most simple um, idea it, it it's it's a as Simon Sinek said, it's, it's a, a brand is a promise delivered. So when you create a brand, you're almost creating a promise to your customers. Um, it's not just a logo or a color scheme or a set of fonts that you've chucked together. It's, it's actually um, a whole array of positioning, messaging, voice, um, a strategy behind it. There's a brand image and a brand identity. And actually, most successful companies work really hard to get that really close relationship and associations between what your brand is and actually what, what they want to be associated with as your customer. Um, so it's really important that you don't overcomplicate it, but you do actually think about it properly so that you can create a really successful brand as your business grows um, and moves forward. Uh, and it's quite a long-term strategic process as well. It's not just a tactical thing. You actually want to put a lot of thought and effort into how your brand is relevant today, but you also want to future-proof it so that in the future, your brand can, can change with the marketplaces and also can change with your customers' needs as well. So it's, as I say, it, it is it's a really interesting um, creative process, but it does require some thought and some... Um, in-depth insight into your customers as well so that you can make your brand as successful as possible going forward yeah yeah absolutely it's it's, it's definitely d deeper than a stuck on logo um mm. which is kind of my general philosophy about what i do as well you know yeah no and I, I, sorry to ensure i suppose no, yeah, yeah. The, the other thing to to add to that as well isn't it's not just creating a brand just for for one um marketing tactical marketing um activity that you've got you've actually got to deliver your your look and your feel and your associated messages consistently and cohesively over a period of time and that's how you become relevant and stick in the hearts and the minds of your customers and target audiences i love that yeah, stick yeah. in the hearts and mind yeah absolutely consistency consistency and it's very easy to to lose that when you're especially mm -hmm. you know as you're growing a business there's so much coming at you and there's so many different messages and there is and yeah and you must have had clients who sort of found themselves going down one avenue because they kind of mm -hmm. thought oh this is what i have to do mm -hmm. and absolutely we, we we actually get that a lot um from new startups we we obviously we help everyone we help everyone from new startups through to established businesses through to really big blue chip companies as well but in particular with new startups as they're growing their business or they've got this big really passionate unifying idea that they want to create something great 
based on that. It, it, they, they almost think, well, I don't know what to do. I'll just put a few things together. I'll just get a quick logo. I'll go to Fiverr and, and get someone to knock something up and that will do for now. And that's pretty much sometimes where we see people start. What tends to happen is once they've got 12 months, 18 months down the line and they've actually been in the marketplace a little bit, they've grown in confidence. They know what their business is trying to achieve and where they're trying to get to. They come to a branding agency like us at Bracken Jam and we actually sit down and work out what it is they want to do and just put some some analytical thought behind it as well so that there's the the meaning and the purpose of what they're trying to achieve is is brought to the surface is brought to life so that everyone can see that that company's there for the future is there with a big vision and wants to wants to be um, creating something brilliant for their customers going forward um, and that happened that does happen quite a lot and we we always try and encourage people that when you do start a business give your brand some thought because that logo that design that brand identity and image will stay with you forever and if you can get it more or less right from day one all that's required as you go through your business life is just the odd tweak here and there as as you see fit um, so yeah it is really important and it is something to really think about as a young business or um, a new business owner definitely mm, i know it's it, um i mean i've got this little face um and Fortunately, despite the fact that I've been on a massive evolving journey, actually that little logo still feels it feels absolutely right. Yeah. And, yeah. And and that's probably more luck than design because in a many you see, how do you marry the fact that when you start off a business, you are inevitably going to have a few changes of direction mm. um, over the first sort of year or so as you mm -hmm. begin to listen to your customers and listen to what your your core passion is and all of that mm. evolves what happens if you spend a lot of money setting up this gorgeous logo and design mm. all over the place and then you think oh no Ah, see, see, see. That's where the um, the benefit of finding someone, a good design agency, who knows you, who's willing to sit down with you to have the discussions, to have the discovery meetings, to work with you, to listen, and to actually dive in and get to know your product or service, experience it for themselves. If you get a branding agency that's that would do that from day one that it's, it's only a slight chance that it won't be right as you're going down the line in, in you know, as you grow and evolve. Now, if, if, they've, if, if your core premise or your values or your um, big idea hasn't changed, you know, if, if the brand agency has done their work correctly, there shouldn't really be too many changes as you, as you move forward. It might just be a slight tweak to refine the messaging or the positioning or to perhaps um, just tidy the logo, but it shouldn't be anything significant going mm. forward. Um, and, and, that is, and that is the, the usefulness and the benefit of having um, a design company or a design agency um, with you from day one so that they're on that journey with you so that they understand everything about what you're trying to achieve. Yeah. And it's their job then to translate it into a meaningful brand that you think, yeah, that, that's exactly what I wanted. And that, that, that speaks to my customers and that's that's what you want yeah through. and it and it's so in actual fact it can work right from the right from day one what mm. it can also do apart from providing you with a nice bit of branding is mm -hmm. that it actually can be part of the journey that clarifies your message mm. anyway mm. absolutely i mean um 
a brand strategy it's it's not just a tactic really it's not just something you do because you say oh best best do that actually it's 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 a strategic direction and it should be part of your planning processes part of your um business objectives um the way that you're trying to um, push your business forward um if you don't do that that's when you're likely to fall down you you come back in 18 months and think oh what, what was i thinking at the time um mm. so yeah it is really important and and we we talk about brand strategy but it's always based on on vision and it and it meets your set of values and we've and it should reflect the awareness you have of your customers now if you've done your homework and you've actually sat and thought about all these things you know it's it's not that likely that it should it will be wrong <clears throat> excuse me so yeah. <laughs> dry throat yeah so so yeah you know it's um both both the business owner both the marketeer um and the branding agency you know really the first first thing to do is sit down and make sure that um, a brand audit takes place or a marketing audit and if you haven't any haven't got anything at all you just sit, sit and really work out what it is you're trying to achieve um, and then just find an open and honest dialogue where they can help you on that journey going forward yeah and it is a journey and that's the thing i think with all of this thing it, it is is it a journey so you need so if if you're talking to a brand type personally out there mm -hmm. um, who I'm sure doesn't exist but let's just imagine um, who is talking to you in a way that doesn't sound like a journey that sounds like a hey yes let's do it let's oh this is it I can see it I've got a got a vision here here we go lovely logo then mm -hmm. perhaps just go away and think does that feel right I think I think the magic is is any successful brand, the magic in that is really, really understanding your customer base, your target market. And ideally you would have a buyer persona where you would actually know that person or know that group of people quite intimately. It's all, and you would, you would sit there down, you perhaps draw pictures, you would understand what their lifestyle trends are, their age, whether they've got children or not, whether um, why on earth I would want to buy your services? What's what's the value you're adding to them? And and also, you know, do your set of values as a, as a business um, comply with their set of values as a person? Now, if yeah. you get all that right and you really understand it, and you've got some really clear, in-depth insights, then you know you should be able to use that as part of your strategy and think actually you know if i can create my brand around all these things it will work and it will become strong and it will become relevant and it will become resilient so that when things do go wrong actually people will still remain loyal and keep coming back because they like the relationship and the associations that you've built up together and, and that's really how a, a strong brand succeeds in today's marketplace yeah, and it's funny because there was a post on LinkedIn recently um, talking about, well, it asked the question, would a really, really good brand, um, you know, an ad campaign and all the rest of it, mm -hmm. how much would that compensate for a not very good product or service? And that was, an I thought, quite an interesting question because, of course, there are some bloody good, um, clever branding strategies out mm. there with things that I wouldn't necessarily want to buy 
Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's it's an interesting one. So um, I suppose a really a good example is um, the Fosters, Good Call, um, Brad, um, Brad and uh, Dan, I think it is, the, uh, the two lads that appear on TV and they obviously become agony uncles almost for um, a young generation of lads who need burning questions answered about their love life and social circle of friends and all those kind of things. Now, the, the uh, creative directors at Foster's decided to take Brad and Dan off the TVs for about four years. And actually in doing so, their sales plummeted um, because they, you know, they didn't feel like Brad and Dan were, were relevant anymore. You know, some of the, the, the advertisements were perhaps classed as not socially responsible or perhaps too sexist or anything like that. So they took them off the, the screens and um, four years later when they realized actually their sales weren't doing quite as well, um, they decided to bring Brad and Dan back, but have actually updated the messaging, updated the positioning um, and, uh, and have um, created little storylines where they can compete in that marketplace. And, and, and it's actually proven to be quite successful. And a lot of the feedback was, we love Brad and Dan, we didn't even realize you'd gone away but obviously that that's a brand that had a great marketing campaign suddenly there's a resurgence of craft beers in the market and because of that change in the marketplace they thought that campaign would would no longer work but really all they needed to do was just go away reassess the market reassess their ideal customer and just make sure it was still relevant now once they had done that they came back with an even bigger better campaign now that they hope to run for as long as they possibly can and it has actually proven to be very very successful and uh, so that's that's a really good example of a brand that had something great stopped working went away reassessed re-looked at everything and actually realized that what they did was doing was okay it just needed to be updated and and actually what yeah that's a really interesting example and what you said there about the ideal customer of course is 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 the core of all this because at the end of the day not everybody wants craft beer uh, and so you know the 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 good old lagers mm. still have that place but you you need to build that brand that mm. is attracting the people that aren't going to go to the craft beer place. Well, well, that's it. I mean, I mean, their first campaign they came back was that they actually poked fun. I don't know if you recall it on TV, but they're at a barbecue party and um, one of the gentlemen or one of the chaps wants a, a craft beer. And obviously they don't have that. They just have a can of Foster's. So the advice is to pour the can of Foster's into a posh glass and pretend it's an artisan beer. And it worked perfectly brilliant. But, but what's fantastic about the Foster's Good Call com campaign is, is the humor that they inject into all their marketing messages um, and they, again the creative director um, has come back and said that you know people want humor especially in today's world where everything's a little bit uncertain there's anxiety about all sorts of world issues and actually the, the humorous fun easygoing um, laid-back campaign actually works really well in today's in today's marketplaces because people just want a little bit of light relief now I don't necessarily drink Fosters. I'm not really a, a more of a gin and tonic kind of girl, but the, I remember Fosters and I remember the campaign. And actually, every time there's an advert that comes on TV, I will watch it and giggle and, and find some kind of connection with it. Um, 
And, you know, if I had a family member that was into that kind of beer, probably the first thing I would think about is is Foster's Lager, just because they make more of a memorable impact than any other than any of the other beer campaigns that I can I can recall yeah. at the moment. Yeah, yeah, that word that word impact. And in fact, mm. somebody said to me recently, uh, it was a client, and they're they're doing a re a rebrand, mm-hmm. and they said, yeah, we're going for a now wait for this, we're going for a John <laughs> Lewis look. Okay, yeah, yeah, and yeah. I I thought that was really interesting. You get that, don't you? You yeah, know yeah. immediately what that means. Yeah. Yeah, high-level, premium, luxurious feel, um, unrivaled customer service. You know, you can just roll off what uh, John Lewis is all about. So, yes, I completely I completely get that. And in my head already, I'm already conjuring up images and colour schemes and typography that would, you know, sit in that field of premium branding. Yeah, so so that's how it works. You know, this mm. is, the associations, you know, so people mm. are actually using your brand as an example of, yeah, I want that blah 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 feel Mm. and and talking about using your brand now obviously there is a sort of serious side to all this where you come up with these lovely ideas and then you know you're well this works two ways comparison so you're looking you're growing a business you're looking at all sorts of other people's in the same sort of area and you're thinking oh i want it to be like that i want it to be like that oh Mm. that's really nice that does it so that's one side of it where you've got a pull back a bit and get real about you and what you're doing and then I suppose the other side of it is what if you accidentally find yourself having almost copied somebody's brand um that's an interesting one I I don't think you can I don't know I mean perhaps there are people out there that would just copy a brand but that's not really branding because branding is is an art and a science in the sense that you know a good branding agency will will drill down into what really makes your company you what the personality is what the brand values are what the what the ideal identity should be um so that you portray a positive brand image in the, in the minds of people um, have you got have you got any examples actually of, the, of, of maybe clients that you've worked with who've because what I'm thinking you're absolutely right to answer mm. that in that way because actually you're not going to end up with a with a standardized kind of stock icon with a mm. you know with a, a, a line or colors that are exactly like McDonald's or whatever because mm. none, none of, it's not going to work like that because you're going to worked on this journey and this story mm. together and mm. so it's going to be unique really mm. and if people absolutely are saying i want it to look like that you would probably mm. then just calmly <laughs> sit them down with a cup of tea and some toast and jam and work through what they're what they're yep. really about yeah do you have any examples of, of uh, clients uh, yeah i mean uh, a recent one we did was the litchfield garrick um theater and, and cinema studio in, in well obviously based in litchfield staffordshire now they came to us in the summer and um they've got a really modern contemporary purpose-built theater um you look at it and it looks totally amazing from the, the inside but and, and, and on the inside as well, but the branding was actually quite old Victorian-esque traditional theatre and it just didn't marry up at all. And um, they obviously wanted a rebrand because they realised this. They realised that the programmes and the community feel and um, the vision they had just wasn't matched by the brand image that they they were put, putting out there into the wider wider community. So we 
we we went away and we we really really thought about it now there's there's a lot of great theatres in the west midlands you've got wolverhampton grand you've got the the big birmingham hippodrome you know the derby theatre which is a student-led theatre you've got the um the gatehouse in stafford um and also the midlands midlands arts center as well so there's so there's lots of amazing theatres around so it's really really important not to copy or not to be influenced by their style so um chris our wonderful creative director he, he sat down and I did a bit of market research in the background and really worked out the messaging and the positioning that I thought the Litchfield Garrick should have. And we come together and we, we, we talk it through and we think about it. And we came up with a really unique um, logo design and brand identity for Litchfield Garrick. And rather than us just playing around with the, the letters or anything like that, we actually created a 3D perspective logo box, which means that when you look at it it's so it just pops out at you wherever you are so you can have it on clothing tickets um uh, program brochures you know it really really does stand out and it made such a difference because one of the big issues they were having was a lot of the touring theaters they provide the marketing for them already so it's just literally a case of can you just give me your logo and that gets dropped into their already pre-designed marketing leaflet now the old logo just got completely lost 100%. You couldn't even see it. Whereas the new logo now, because it's so flexible and it interchanges with so many different backgrounds, it just pops and you get it straight away. And, and the whole idea behind the 3D perspective box was when you go to a theatre, the, you know, you, you sit there and you watch a performance or you watch a film, you think, actually, this has changed my perspective on life or this has just changed the way I think about something. So... So the, the the when I say it's an art and a science, that the the thought and the processes and the the discipline process that went into actually create that idea has worked really really well. And and now to just rolling that brand out, and it absolutely looks looks really really good. And they've, they've had nothing but positive feedback. So oh, I love that. Really often pleased about. I it. I love that, and I love yeah. the fact. I don't know if you did it deliberately that you chose a sort of theatre um, <laughs> to talk about because I I'm totally course, there. Yeah, I'm totally yeah, there. I know, and, and, and I get it. Stage. No, I, I, but I get it because I, I I know those flyers you're talking about. And I, you yes. see, and that you you you've bought out another really important thing as we're as we're. Well, well, well. That's it. You know, you you your brand has to be consistently like felt and heard and seen and touched and experienced across all of your customer touch points. So you can't just have a logo and put it out there you know you have to be seen in other ways and if and if you're a company that's not doing that you're missing a lot of tricks you know you're missing ways of building that relationship and, it, and that and that's the thing it's not just saying look there's my logo come and buy from me because I've got the best logo in the in the industry it's not that at all it's actually about the relationship and the associations that you're putting out there because that is what your audience will connect with 100% and that's why it's so important to just not pick out any old logo for, from anywhere you know it has to have some thought and and some creativity put into it and it has to be your personality and uniquely defining yes. of, of what your business is all about yes as you say in your lovely little booklet of questions that people have to ask um one of them is you know walking the talk does your business yeah. personality shine through in the delivery of your everything graphic design tone of mm. voice dialogue yeah i mean walking and and passion you, you've also got a, a lovely line here in your leaflet we create develop and market dynamic brands for 
people who are passionate about their business. So I guess yes. step one, listeners, is, you know, are you passionate about your business? Yes, please be passionate. Um, you know, when, when, when you have passion, you have an intent. And, and, and when you're intent on achieving something, um, your whole brand will capture that essence of, of who, what you are and who you're about and what you're trying to achieve, you know, not just for yourself, perhaps just as a business, but in terms of society as well. Um, people really, we really enjoy brands with a great vision and um, they, they like to make that association. So by purchasing that item or taking that service out, you know, they're, they're doing something good for the world. And that's a really strong pull as well. Um, but brand personality as well, I mean, that is just the character traits and the human human associations that we would associate our own personal character traits with as well so it's really important to 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 uh, try and put forward your personality in really fun and engaging ways um, and that way you're again you'll build the relationship quite nicely over time um, people just want to relate to you and if you can find if you can give them easy ways to relate to you then you, you want a really good a good winning strategy as well that's brilliant you've you've actually you've actually wrapped this up with i, I i'm just ticking quote 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 for the show notes <laughs> no. <Yeah. laughs> no, seriously oh, it's lovely i love when you when you have passion you have intent i mean gee that's that's a good one um it's true. You know, i, I hate to wrap this up and you know but we have to because uh, there is a time limit and uh, we, we can always come back. We can, come, we can, we can yeah. come back. Um, yeah. So it, so as we wrap up, I mean, I, I, do you know what? I'm not going to apologise for using the word top tip. I'm not going to apologise for it, okay? I know it's a bit cliche, but it's a good description of, is, is there a one or two, you know, people are thinking now, oh, I really need to do something about this whole brand thing. Where, where would a starting point be? What, what are the top tips? Top tips to start a brand. Um, I would say have a really, really good understanding of what your big idea is, because that's the unifying essence of which everything is based. Um, get some brand values down. So what you believe in, what you want people to um, see you as, you know, your brand values are really important. Um, guiding principles that will shape everything it will shape your design it will shape the messaging also the positionings so they're they're really important to get written down and on paper and if you're not sure just talk around the ideas of what you think your brand value should be and then obviously um, a good branding or marketing person will be able to just refine that for you and get them into nice little statements that you can share with your, yeah. your customers yeah simplicity um, yeah yeah keep keep everything simply simple and, that, and that's another thing is like don't overcomplicate it as well don't be frightened of branding it's actually really fun interesting creative process that you can you can really go on a journey with with a branding agency and um they you know for us your success is our success so we we would want to be with you 100 percent of the way and we want we okay. would want you to trust us that we would do absolutely everything possible to, to make your business a real success so, so don't be put off by branding it's it's a really key yeah. essential thing that you need and it's it must be a big part of your business strategy not just the tactic that you pick up and put down yeah. when you feel like you've got some some revenue for um, yeah. i think there's um 
there's a great um, stat. Um, I, I can't. Th I think it's um, the latest design industry um, report, but it says for every one pound you spend or invest in branding or design, you should get four pounds of that back in net profit. Um, so it's yeah, so it's worth doing. It's it's not a waste of money because, as I said earlier on, your your logo and your image will stay with you forever, and if you get that right it's a really strong powerful um part of your business plan so yeah. yeah put just just put some thought into it you know don't don't just it's not yeah. a two-minute job it needs some thought no absolutely. and 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 all yeah uh, you thank you those those are brilliant tips and actually and all that thought you put into it is it works across everything you're doing yes. anyways yeah yeah so you know it's really it's time well spent now absolutely if people want to continue and have a conversation with you so where's mm -hmm. the best first point of contact for them um, well, there's, there's our website, which is www.brandjam.co.uk. Um, on there, we've got um, some wonderful case studies of some of the branding projects we've done in the past. Um, we've got um, a couple of blog posts. I've got lots more to add, but there <laughs> just never seems to be enough hours in the day. Uh, we also have our service list as well, and obviously a contact form so that you can email us or, or pick up the phone or just talk to us um we're there to help everyone you know we're, we're not biased um we will help a really um small company a sole trader um yeah. through to really large blue chip organizations yeah we, everyone is important to us and our customer service is the same no matter yeah. how, well, what, what shape mean, or size of business uh, uh, yeah and so, and so to be fair, I, I can just add that obviously I know, so I, know I spent three years at uni with Sarah. Yes, I, yeah, I, it was a wonderful know, three years. I know Sarah and I Thank know you. she's the kind of person that would be a lovely person to add to your resources. So, um, and just general connections. So you connect on LinkedIn. And, yes, of course. Um, and Brand Jam, and we'll put all this in the show notes, Sarah. And Thank you very much. Well, this has just been, it's been lovely. It has, <laughs> yeah, it awesome. has. I mean, I mean, we've only just like, it's just the tip of the iceberg today. There is so, so much, so much more that you could understand about branding. But yeah, that, that's another story for another day, I think. <laughs> yeah, let, let's leave, leave people wanting more. That's always, that's always a good thing. <laughs> okay, Sarah. Thank you. Thank you for so having much. me. I really All appreciate right, it. Thank you so much. Bye. Bye-bye. Yes! Take action. Try this one small step. So many good tips in this episode. I think the general message is spend time over your branding. It's not just a quick logo. It's there for life. Branding is for life, not just for Christmas. So really sit down and think about your big idea, your unifying essence, your personality and your brand values and probably go talk to somebody who knows what they're doing, like Sarah or someone else who's a, someone you can get on with, someone who's really gonna dig deep into the story and not do anything superficial. And I would also think, have a thought about if you've been living with a logo for a while, does it need tweaking? Does it need tidying up a bit? Have you evolved and your branding perhaps has been left behind? Have fun. 
Go check out previous episodes. Make sure you're subscribed for future episodes. Uh, go to trishalewis.com forward slash make it real podcast where you'll also be able to listen to the episode and see the show notes, any links that have been mentioned. Maybe go to iTunes and leave me a review. Who knows? But most of all, just happy listening. I give you permission to go out and be real and enjoy it. Look forward to the next episode. Never be replaced. Never.